0: me here it says verse 13 it says now the God of hope somebody say the God of hope fill you with all what and what in believing let me say it one more time may he fill you with all what joy somebody say joy somebody say peace in what oh okay not in manifestation that's not what I said did it he said in believing Because how many knows you don't need God to give you joy and peace in the manifestation? It's going to come, right? But he said, I will give you peace and joy in your believing. Let's finish the scripture now. It says that you may abound in what? Hope. What kind of hope? Mirror what I taught you. Hope that anticipates. Through the power of what? The Holy Ghost. Now, this morning, when I read that to you, some of you in here was probably thinking, yeah, right. Peace and joy and believing. Now, see, I, I found out that a lot of people, if you talk about faith around a lot of people, they get uneasy. They do. They get uneasy and, and they get all stressed out and worked up. And the reason for that is, is because most people think that faith is nothing but a bunch of work. Come on. That's what a lot of people think. Oh, you got to pray. You got to speak. You got you to hold on. You got to drive. You got to push. You got to pull. You got to do all these things. And it just seems like to me that faith is too much work. And see, people get all stressed out and worked up. And, uh, and the problem with that is, but see, the scripture says that we are to have peace and joy in believing. And some of you are saying, how can I have peace and joy in my believing when I'm all stressed out trying to believe God? I'm going to help you this morning. Oh, somebody turn to your neighbor and say, we're going to learn something. Because you see, I guarantee you, listen, there's come a time where your faith has stopped working and you have. Let me say it like this. Somebody say, my faith is supposed to work for me. But I guarantee you right now, you're working for your faith. Ooh, let me go on. And so I look around and I see that most people, they don't like to hear faith messages. They don't like to hear about a faith word because they think that that stuff never works. How many's ever heard, I've tried it? Come on, I've tried it. Well, I've tried that faith stuff and it doesn't work. That's your problem, you tried it. Come on somebody, y'all got to help me this morning. You tried it. But you see, let me tell you something, trying doesn't get anything done. Come on. You didn't, you're not going to try to go to work tomorrow morning. You're going to have to go to work. Are you listening to me? And some of you, let me tell you something. There's some people around you that will be thanking God this morning that you didn't try to brush your teeth, but you went ahead and brushed them anyhow. Come on, somebody. Try and don't get anything done. But you got to make up your mind. I'm going to do this thing. Somebody say, I'm going to do it. You see, that's faith. Faith. Faith is not trying to. I'm not trying to believe God. I am believing God. Are you listening to me? I'm not trying to think or to hope that God's going to do what he said. I am believing that God is going to do what he said. Somebody say glory on that. So somewhere your faith stopped working and you started working. Have you ever wondered something in here this morning? Watch this. Have you ever wondered why God, uh, faith for God always works? You ever wonder that? You ever wonder why God always uses faith and it works? Well, that's because he's God. Well, I got something for you. He uses the same exact faith that you do. So how come it's working for him but not for you? I just I just gave you the answer. You see, I'll tell you why because God doesn't work for faith. Faith works for God. Did y'all hear what I said? I said, faith works for God. It's time this morning you start putting your faith to work for you instead of you working for your faith. Are you listening to me? Some of you are stressed out to the max. You've got anxiety. You've got all this weight and pressure on you. And the problem is, the reason is, and you might be going around saying you believe in God and you're trusting God. But the fact is, you're not really believing Him. You're trying to work your faith instead of letting your faith work for you. That's all right. You don't have to amen it, but it's good. Glory to God. Mm -mm -mm -mm. So when you pray, things should happen, right? When you believe for something to come forth, it should come, right? When you speak, it should be, right? But let's be honest. 90% of the time, that's not the way it is, is it? Somebody say, there's a problem. If it's working for God, it's got to work for me. You need to get that through your head this morning. Somebody say, if it's working for God, then it's got to work for me. 1 John 4, 18. Read this right here. It says, there is no what? Fear in love. But perfect love casteth out what? Fear. Because fear has what? Fear is no joke. Fear is not something to play around with. It will eat you alive. Fear has torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in his love. That word perfect right there means to have a matured love. That means you've grown through this thing. You've went through some things with God. And now you know, as Paul said, he said, not life or death or angels or anything else can separate me from the love of God. I understand that now. So what What Paul was saying is my love is perfected now. Now watch this. If there, Why is your... why. Is your faith not working? I'll tell you why. Because you're trying to operate faith by fear. Ooh, that's good. Write that down. You're trying to operate faith by fear. Mm -mm -mm. I'm going to help you out. Write this down. If your faith is stressing you out, it's fear. It's not faith, it's fear. Everybody gets these... I'm going to tell you the difference between faith and fear. If you're putting forth every effort because you know it won't happen, if you don't do something, that's not faith, it's fear. Write these down. Fear drives you to try to make things happen, which is where you get in trouble. See... This is this is I've studied a lot of people, and this is what I found out. A lot of people that say they have faith, they don't really have faith. They have fear. Fear is the opposite of faith. Are you listening to me? See, faith and fear cannot coexist because if you try to put one with the other, one's gonna override the other. And since you live in the natural, let me tell you who's gonna try to override the other. Your fear is gonna try to override your faith. Let me tell you to you like this to help explain what I just told you. A lot of times when people say they're believing God, they're really just doing things out of fear. Well, I'm going to do this right here because if I don't, then God's not going to move. Come on. How many, you, every one of you done this. Well, if I, if I don't quote enough scriptures today, then God's not going to move for me. That's not faith. That is Fear. You see, fear tries to make things happen on your own because of the, of the fear of something happening to you. Are you understanding? The fear of something that's going to take place. So instead of using faith, you're not having faith that God's going to move. You're having, you're having fear that's saying if you don't move, God is not going to move for you. This is real. Well, I'm going to make sure I do this and do this right here. I'm going to make sure I cross every I and dot every T. That way, that way if I or cross every T and dot every I, excuse me. Because if I don't, then God's not going to move or, or something bad might happen to me. That's not faith. That is fear. And if you let fear have any control in your life, it's going to overrun your, your life. It's going to take away your faith in God. So so watch this. How many's ever known some people to be sick around you and you not go around them? Oh, that's just using wisdom. No, that's using fear. I'll preach it too. Come on. I'll preach it how it is. You're using fear. Let me tell you something. If, if Jesus had the same attitude that you and I have when it comes to stuff like that, not one person would have been healed. He would have looked at that leper and said, uh-uh, I ain't touching you. Come on. Come on, somebody. We can't be governed by our fear, but we must be governed by faith. So a lot of times we like to say that we're doing things out of faith, but in reality we're doing things out of fear. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, I'm not going to get too radical. Oh, I'm not going to get too, too way out there for God. I'm not going to go crazy on this thing because if I do, it might not work. That's not faith. That's fear. Are you listening to me? I want to take my time right here. Because if there's anything that's gripping up the body of Christ more than anything, it seems, it's fear and anxiety. Stress. You can't turn the TV on without seeing an antidepressant commercial. Come on. When he said there's joy and peace in believing. But you can't have that joy and peace this morning, church, if you're living in fear. Well, what if God don't do it? What if God don't do it? Here's how a lot of people, see, you're back and forth. One minute, oh, I know God's going to do it. I know God's going to do it. And then the next, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know if God's going to do it or not. I don't know if things are going to work out. See, you're, you're going back and forth. you got to be sold out on this thing. Come on, church. We need some people that's sold out on God that says, hey, I'm going to believe him. That doesn't mean doubt doesn't come and try to knock on your door. You just don't answer it. Are you hearing me? You don't answer the door. Fear will try to come and knock on your door and say, hey, you need to try to fix this on your own. Oh, you need to try to make something happen. Don't you do that because I'm telling you something. You try to make something happen, you're going to end up in trouble. Well, how do you know? Because I've been there. Somebody say, hey. I've been there. I've tried to make things happen, and I thought I was trying to make it happen out of faith, but in reality, you know what I was doing? I was trying to make things happen out of fear. Oh, I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills. I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills. Well, have you tried paying your tide? No. Come on. Come on. How are you going to pay your bills? Oh, well, I need to go out and get me four or five more jobs. No, that's not the answer. That's you trying to do it. See, that's you working for your faith instead of your faith working for you. Are you hearing me? That's all right. You don't have to amen it, but it's the truth. See, a lot of things, we've got to change our vocabulary because a lot of things we're saying faith is not faith. Mm-mm-mm-mm. If it's stressing you out, I've had people come, man, I'm trying to believe God. It's just stressing me out. It's wearing me out. That's, that's not faith. Faith rests. Somebody say faith rests. It rests in God. You see, let me tell you something. <laughs> you don't fear that this chair is going to hold you or not. Have you ever known? See, let me let you in on something. Somebody say, I use faith every day. Say it with me. I use faith every day. Every one of you right now use faith by sitting in that seat. It never even crossed your mind. Is this thing going to break on me? That's faith. But this is not faith, church. If I come right here and I sit down and I say, I hope it's whole. I wonder if it holds. Is it going to hold? Yeah, it's going to hold, ain't it? Oh, I don't know if it's going to hold. I wonder what this thing's rated for. That's not faith. That is fear. You see what I'm saying? That's fear. But we want to stamp it as faith. But it's time the body of Christ gets back to real faith. What is real faith? Unmovable. unshakable. I am not wavered on this thing. I believe God. Somebody say, I know he's going to do it. Hey, hey, hey. I know he's going to do it. Write this down. Faith is always anticipating, not wondering if things will work out. Write these down. Faith is always anticipating, never wondering if things will work out. Faith is confident. Somebody say it's confident. And never unsure. Well, I'm just unsure about this thing. Wonder if God's really going to do it. That's not faith. Faith is confident. Say it with me. Faith is confident. Never unsure. And number three, faith knows it's done. Say it with me. Faith knows it's done. It does not wonder if it will happen. So now that we understand what faith is and the difference between faith and fear, let us get on in this message. Go to Mark four twenty six. And Jesus said, so the kingdom of God is as what? As if a man should cast seed into the ground and should sleep and rise night and day. I want you to pay attention to this. And the seed should spring up and grow up, should spring and grow up, and he knoweth not how. Somebody say, he don't know how, but it happened. I can stop right here at this verse. You say, what are you saying? So, so I want you to see this. The simplest way to understand what faith is, is a garden. How many plants a garden? How many has been around somebody that planted a garden? There should be everybody in this building. Okay, now now you notice something here. I'm going to show you something. Because some of you have got your faith messed up, okay? When you plant something in the garden, right, you plant it and you go about your business, right? Come on. You make sure the soil is ready, you plant it, and you go about your business, right? Now, that's what Jesus said. He said, "The, the farmer planted the seed, And then what did he do? Then he slept, he rose, he went about his business, he did his own thing. And by doing that, guess what happened? The seed sprang up and it brought forth a harvest. Can I stop right there for a second? Some of y'all are just so preoccupied with provision that you don't want to harvest. Let me tell you what a harvest is. A harvest is something that's more than enough. See, you're just looking at the job you're at right now and saying, God, as long as I could just make my bills pay, then I'm all right. God wants you to think bigger than that. Are you listening to me? He wants you to be able to pay all your bills and then have some to bless others and to bless yourself. Oh, I know some of you don't like that, but it's the truth. Let me tell you why. Because let me tell you something. In the Bible, when he talked about the Israelites uh, reaping their harvest, he said, listen, there's going to be more than enough left over. So don't take the corners. We call that bumper crop. Don't take the corners of the field. Leave that for the poor. So in other words, when I have a harvest, there's enough for others to gather on it too. Are you hearing me? Somebody say, Lord, I want the harvest. Glory to God. You focus on just trying to make ends meet. God says, I want you to think bigger than that. Somebody say, think bigger. Now watch this. This this was Jesus' interpretation of what the kingdom was, right? Somebody say what faith was. You want to know what most people's interpretation is? We plant the seed. Now pretend like this is the garden. We plant the seed, right? And then we want to be right here. Grow, grow. Come on, I want you to grow. You got to grow. Is it going to grow? I don't know if it's going to grow. Come on, you got to grow. That's not faith. That's not faith. But you see, that's what we label as faith. Oh, come on, come on, I gotta, God's going to do it. I speak the word, I speak the word, I speak the word. Come on, come on, we got to do it, we got to do it, we got to do it. You don't get any sleep. I, been, I ain't been sleeping on this thing. I've been stressed out. I've been worried, but I just know God's going to do it. You're contradicting yourself. He said the farmer plants the seed and goes on. You say, well, how does faith work then? Let me tell you how faith works. You speak the word and you go about your business. And you're going to come another time, and it's going to line up with what you said. Somebody shouted here. You're going to speak the word, and it's going to be as you spoke it. Woo. Why? I'm going to show you something. So it took faith to sow that seed. Some of you don't like this faith message, but you do it when you plant a garden. What's your problem? You sow a seed. Right? You sow a seed and then you don't worry about it after that. You go about your business. God says, That's all I want you to do with me just believe that I am who I say I am. Just believe that I'll do what I say I'll do. Sow my seed. What's the seed? It's the word of God. You sow the word of God into every situation in every circumstance. It might not turn around right away, but you don't get something out of your garden right away. It takes a little bit of time, don't it? But rest assured, harvest is coming. Are you hearing me? Somebody better give God praise. Harvest is coming. You don't get worked up. Because you see if you're worked up that's fear. And if you got fear then you're believing that God's not going to do it. Then you got fear that God's not going that it's not going to happen for you. Are you see what I'm saying? Ooh. It's time for you to change your 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Perception. It's time for you to change your perception on what faith is. <laughs> write this down faith does the planting right so where does the soil come in the bible says he planted the seed now watch this he put the seed in the ground and the farmer doesn't know how there's some of you that's planted a garden for years and you really don't know how You know the gist of it. Well, there's minerals and nutrients in the ground that makes the seed. But how does it really come forth? He says he plants the seed, and the farmer doesn't know how. But it springs up and brings forth a harvest. Watch this. Write this down. Where does the seed come in? Faith is God-inspired. Is that right? You've heard me say this all the time. So God puts it in you to believe Him for something, right? For a specific purpose. So what you put your faith to. Was designed to respond to your faith. I put my faith to that seed. And I put my faith to that ground. So if I put my faith to something. it has to respond to my faith. Are y'all hearing me? Let me say it over here. Because some of y'all didn't get it. I said if I put my faith to something. it has to respond to my faith. You see, the seed, the ground was made for the seed, right? The seed was made for the ground, right? So when you put your faith on that seed, what happens? That soil has to obey the purpose you put to it. Somebody better give God some praise in here. When you put your faith to your body and you speak the word of God over your body, your body has to begin to change. Something has to begin to move. Why? Because it was designed to respond to your faith. Glory to God mm, 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 mm. Somebody say it was designed To respond to my faith Go to James 2.18 James 2.18 We got it up here. She put it up here. James 2.18 Come on Come on We got it We got it We got it Come on We got faith There it is Now listen, it says, yes, a man may say, you have faith and I have works. So show me your faith without your works, and I'll show you my faith by my works. Now, I've been telling you in here that faith is supposed to be working for you, right? You're not supposed to be working for faith. Did I contradict myself? Let's find out. So, faith and fear both produce actions. Write that down. Faith and fear both produce actions. Just as faith, listen, if you really believe something, it will cause you to move. Right? At the same token, when you are afraid of something, it will cause you to move. If you see a bear chasing you, it's going to cause you to move. Come on. That's right. So when people come to me and they say, well, I believe God's going to do this and do that, but you ain't putting any effort to it. Hold up. Somebody say, come on, somebody. Something's wrong with that picture. Because James is saying, listen, you can't have faith without works. And you can't have works without faith. Somebody say, you can't have works without faith. So, am I, am I contradicting myself when I'm telling you that faith should be working for you? No. Let me tell you why. Here's why you can't do it in your own strength. How many has ever tried to make something happen with God in your own strength? How'd that work out? You tried to do it in your own way of thinking. Oh, I just know God's going to do it this way. And you done it that way, and God wasn't going to do it that way. When I'm telling you that faith should be working for you and not the other way around, where's faith at? Where's faith? Somebody tell me. Help me out now. Where's faith? Come on. Where is it at? Say it with me. Say it loud. Where is it at? So when I'm telling you that you shouldn't be doing the work, I'm telling you that you should be doing it in your strength. You shouldn't be trying to make it happen. Here's what you should be doing. You should be tapping into that faith inside of you and letting that faith do the work for you. Come on, somebody. You need to let that faith do the work for you. How? By speaking the word and being faithful to what God told you to do. That's not you trying to make it happen. That's you letting faith work for you. Am I stressed out on what God told me he's going to do? No. And some of y'all, you're wondering why. The reason why is because faith is not to stress me out. See, if you understand that, then you understand why the Bible says the more time went on, the greater the strength That Abraham's faith had. Are you hearing what I'm saying? He got up to 100 years old and still had. He had more faith at 100 years old than he had at 70 years old. Oh my God. Somebody better get this in here today. Why? Because he was allowing his faith to work and not himself. He knew that in his body he could not make it happen. Are y'all getting this? He could not make it happen. There are things in here this morning that you're going through that you cannot make it happen. And it's stressing you out. But you shouldn't be stressed out. A man by the name of Smith Wigglesworth said it like this. He said, the greatest place a man can be is where he has nowhere else to turn to but God. Come on, come on, come on. You ought to be shouting in here this morning and praising God this morning and having joy and peace in your believing. I'll tell you why. This is why. Because you know that if God don't do it, it's not going to happen. And let me tell you something. Here's the good news about that. God always does what he said he'd do. Hey! I may say I'm going to do something and I could fall short in doing it. But when God said, oh, somebody better help me in here this morning. But when God said he's going to do something, he will finish it. I read in my Bible, he said, I am the author and the finisher of your faith. Somebody better give him praise in here this morning. If he inspired you to believe him for it. Some of you, you say, there's just something inside of me. Believing for big things. And my mind wants to say I'm crazy because I look around and I don't see how it can happen. Let me introduce you to something. It's called faith. See, God's going to ask you to believe things that are beyond your reach. He's going to ask you to believe in for things that you can't accomplish on your own. Somebody better help me in here this morning. Does that mean it's going to stress me out? No. That's fear that's going to stress me out. Because my fear is going to say, you can't do it. How are you going to do this? How are you going to do that? And you got to tell your fear to shut up. Did you hear me? I said, you got to, t- sometimes, my God, I'm going to help some people out in here this morning. Sometimes you got to tell your mind to shut up. You say, well, how can I do things by my own strength? I'll tell you why. Let me tell you something. Faith is not here. Faith is not here. Some of y'all got this, y'all got this attitude. I think I can, I think I can, I think I can. No, it don't work that way. You can't think yourself to be blessed. You can't do that. You've got to believe yourself. To be blessed. You've got to believe yourself to be healed. You've got to believe yourself to be more than a conqueror. That's how it's got to be. And if you try to do it in your mind, you're going to wreck yourself. Some of you know exactly what I'm talking about. That's why you, you come to me and say this faith stuff don't work. Because you tried it in your head. You tried to do it in your head. You can't do it in your head. Say, somebody say, thank God for the word that renews my thinking but my mind is not there yet are you hearing me one day when I have a glorified body my mind will be there but right now my mind is not there yet so what do I have to rely on I have to rely on my heart the Bible says out of a man's heart he believeth are you listening to me so do you remember what Jesus said about the scattered seed You remember what he said was the soul? The heart. Ooh. And the seed was what? The word. So God designed it for you to take the word and put it in your soul. The word and your heart was designed for each other. Oh, my God. Am I getting too deep right here? Come on. I said the word in your heart was designed for each other. You say, why did God have these words written on a page? He had them written for you. He didn't have them written for angels. He didn't have them written for the devil. He didn't have them written for any heavenly creature. He had them written for man. Why? Because it was designed to be planted in you. And when it's planted in you, you don't have to worry about, oh, is it going to come to pass? You let that word grow. You let it grow in you. You let that seed grow in you. And it's going to produce a harvest. Somebody give God praise in here this morning. You see, let me let you in on some information. I don't have to get on Facebook and try to convince you what a mighty man of God I am. I don't have to get on Facebook and try to convince you on how much wisdom I have about the Scripture. You don't give uh, pearls to swine. Some of y'all ain't liking that. You don't give pearls to swine. Quit trying to make people that don't don't know anything about God can't receive anything from God trying to make them understand the things of God. God didn't call you to preach on Facebook. He called you to preach to people face to face. You hear what I'm saying? Anybody can get behind a keyboard. But you don't see me doing that. You want to know why? Because my words mean nothing if my fruit don't talk for me. You hear what I said? It don't mean anything. You can come in here and talk about how great you are, but until I see your fruit, that's why Jesus said you will know the tree by what? The fruit it bears. Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, the stuff I preach to you, I believe it. I live by it. God wants you to think bigger. Mark eleven twenty two. 22. Oh, glory. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Have faith in God. The Greek says, Have God faith. Somebody say, God faith. Okay. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Oh, God, remove this mountain. No, that's not what he said. He said, You speak. Come on. Grip your neighbor up real quick and say, You speak to it. Speak to the problems. Speak to the circumstances. Speak to your body. Speak to everything around you that's not lining up with the word of God as we taught Thursday night. You speak to it. He said, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his what? Mind? His mind, right? Oh, his heart. Can I tell you something? Let me help you out. You can be believing God in your heart at at the same time And be doubting in your mind. That don't mean nothing. There are times my mind says it can't happen. But I don't care. There are times that my mind says, oh, you're still feeling the symptoms in your body. Come on. There are times, there are times my mind says the report's not changed. But the word that's planted in me says, whose report shall you believe? report shall you believe will you believe what you see and hear and touch and feel or will you believe what's burning in your heart there are visions that God has given you are you going to believe what people said about you are you going to believe the visions that God has given you come on somebody he said but shall not doubt in his heart but shall believe that those things which he what help me what he what Thank you, Cheryl. Says. Don't matter what I say. Well, Jesus said, it does matter what you say. Yeah. You believe what you say. Uh, yeah. Shall come to what? Pass. Oh, I believe whatever God says will come to pass. Well, do you believe whatever you say will come to pass? Because you're made in His image. You're made in His likeness. Oh, and but shall believe those things shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he what? Well, you just can't speak this thing into existence. You just can't speak yourself blessed. You just can't speak yourself healed. Well, then you're calling Jesus a liar because he said whatsoever you speak, if you believe it, you shall have what you say. Now, I don't mean you sit on the couch. You get up and do something. But you don't try to do it in your own strength. You do what God's called you to do. Now watch this. Go to Philippians 2.5. It says, let this what? Mind be in you, which was also in what? Christ Jesus. Okay, now watch this. What is the mind of Christ? Can somebody answer that for me? What is the mind of Christ? The mind of Christ is to have God faith. The mind of Christ is to have God faith. Write that down. Jesus was saying, the kind of faith that I'm talking about doesn't beg and plead for the mountain to move. Oh, Jesus, I hope this mountain moves. Move in the name of Jesus. Oh, I hope it moves. Come on. Is it going to move? That's not what Jesus said. He said, the kind of faith I'm talking about, you speak to it. And then stand there and anticipate it moving. See, some of y'all give up too easy. All the devil's got to do for some of you is outlast you for five minutes. Because you'll give up within five minutes. You got to latch on to what you believe in God for like a bulldog. You see, some of you get tripped up when you read in the Word that it immediately come to pass. And you, you think that everything's supposed to be... But sometimes you got to wait on stuff. Sometimes you got to have patience and endurance and temperance about you. Come on, somebody. It's the, somebody say, it's the Word. Sometimes you got to wait on stuff and be faithful to what God told you. What does that mean? Does that mean you, go, you walk away from it because it didn't happen immediately? No. You keep speaking the Word. You keep believing and you keep standing. You're not sure stressed out over it you're not worked up but you go about your business because what guess what's gonna happen you're gonna come back to that garden and there's gonna be a blade and then a bloom oh my god somebody get that and before you know it you're gonna have fruit somebody better give god praise you're gonna have fruit you say oh this is so simple it is that simple Quit trying to make the things of God so hard. It's not hard. Just believe what he said. Believe him. Hmm. Somebody say, my faith was made for this. Can I shock you in here today? Some of you don't know why that mountain's in your way. Some of you don't know why you got a bad report. Some of you don't know why things are going like they're going in your life. Why this problem rose up. Can I help you in here this morning? Do you know what Jesus was really saying here? He was saying that faith was made for my... Or my faith was made for that mountain. That bad report was made for your faith. Oh, y'all ain't... This is too deep for you, isn't it? That situation that rose up in your life was made for your faith. You say, what are you saying? I'm saying this right here. If it hadn't been for that mountain you would have never used your faith. If it hadn't been for that bad report, you would have never used your faith. If it hadn't been for that problem that arose in your life, you would have never used that faith. So instead of sitting around and complaining because it's there in your life, you need to be giving God praise because He's going to bring you through it. He's going to take you out. He's going to move you forward and you're going to have stronger faith than what you had to start with because your faith was made to work. My God. Did you hear what I said? I said your faith was made to work. Is there going to be problems in life? Yes. Well, glory to God. Yes, there's going to be problems. But you're going to win every one of them. That's all right. I said you're going to win every one of them. Why? Because you're going to let faith do the work. Mm -mm. So I'm telling you, somebody say, my faith was made for my mountain. Whew. See, this is what we think is faith. We'd be sitting there trying to chisel it. Come on. Bore through it. Trying to climb it. Come on. That's not faith. See, that's you operating in fear. Oh, I got to get this out of the way. I don't know how I'm going. That, that's you operating in fear. But Jesus said, faith speaks the word and goes on. Oh, why are you worked up this morning? Why are you stressed out? Because God says, I want, to, I want you to enjoy believing me. I want you to enjoy and have peace and believe in me and trust in me. Oh, but it's so hard. That's because you're trying to do it instead of your faith. watch this go to Hebrews 11 it says through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by what the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear I'm about to tell you something if you don't shout I'm gonna come back there on you are you ready so this lets me know that everything was created by faith is that right So if everything was created by faith, then everything's got to respond to my faith. Hey, somebody's shouting here this morning. Did you hear what I said? Oh, you don't know what I'm going through. I don't care what you're going through. I said it must respond to your faith because it was created by faith. My God, your body was created by faith, so it's got to respond to your faith. Glory to God. Y'all listen to me. Money was created by faith. Everything you see was created by faith. So how are you going to sit there and tell me that it's not going to respond to your faith? That's why I told you it works for God. Why is it not working for you? Everything God did, he done it by faith. Everything he created, he spoke the word except for you. Oh, y'all want me to go there? Somebody say, I was handmade. handmade. My God, this is too much for you. He spoke the world into existence. He spoke the water, the trees, the herbs. He spoke the, the atmosphere. But he put hands on me. You want to know why? Why? Because if I was created by speaking the word, I couldn't have authority over the word. Y'all hear me? But because I was made in his image and in his likeness, because I was made a speaking spirit like he does, I have authority over the word like he does. When God speaks, it has to come forth. Do you understand that you're created to do the same thing? That when you speak, you, have it, you better have it in your heart. When I speak, it's got to come forth. Hey, come on. My Lazarus has to come forth. Somebody better shout and here this. My health has to come forth. My peace has to come forth. My promises has to come forth. Why? Because I'm commanding them to. Glory to God. So faith is working for me. Hallelujah. Don't you just feel better already? No more stress. If you're stressing out about believing God, you need to get in the Word. Because your mind and your flesh is starting to override your spirit. Come on. How do I get the mind of Christ? I'm glad you asked me. You see this right here? You see this? It's called the Word of God. Start getting in it. Quit using it as a coffee table ornament. Stop using it as just something to look on the shelf and say, Oh, isn't that pretty? No. Get in the Word. Get in the Word. Soak your mind in the Word. And you're going to begin to develop the mind of Christ in you. And so guess what happens? When situations arise, you're not going to respond by natural means. The Word's going to come out of you. I said the Word's going to come out of you. Stand to your feet this morning. Hallelujah.